Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you an inspiring woman who is a leader in her field. These amazing women are role models for creating positive relationships, building successful careers, or helping you discover who you truly are as a leading woman and finding your passion and your purpose and making your dreams come true. Helping women share their stories is one of my greatest joys. That's why I've continued to interview these amazing leading women for almost 10 years, and this has been the most incredible journey. I chose 19 of the best experts from these conversations to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. It's available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and the business section of your area bookstores. Now, if you haven't bought your copy yet, or if you know a woman who wants to pursue her purpose and her passion and her dreams, this book is for both of you. Now, this week I'm pleased to introduce, introduce you to another amazing woman. You may recognize her name from many, many of her TV appearances, including shows like Living Color and Living Single, and she is Kim Coles. Now Kim has joined her comedy with her passion to help others to author an Amazon bestseller, Open Your Gifts. Kim chose this collection of stories to help women discover their own gifts and be inspired to follow their passion and purpose. More than a book, Kim is engaged in a journey to empower others to share their gifts through programs, live events, workshops, and products. Wow, we need more passion. We need more dreams coming true. Keep dreaming, Kim. But anyway, I'm excited and pleased to welcome Kim Coles, singer, author, comedian, and inspirational healer to conversations with smart, amazing women. Kim, thank you for being with us. Well, good morning, Kim. Thank you for waking up in in the Pacific Coast time zone. And uh, yes, so we're we're gonna we're just gonna have a great conversation. And what a pleasure to meet you finally. And uh, welcome to conversations with smart, amazing women because that's what you are. Well, I'm gonna be both smart and amazing with you. How about that? Thank you so much for having <laughs> I, me. I would lo- I would love that. I would love that. And now I want you to make sure you understand this. This time is about you. It's not about anybody but you. So this is this is the time that I want you to really indulge yourself and, and share who you are and the things that you really want people to know about you. Because, you know, I was reading something on your website, uh, you know, that said one of the things I really like about Kim is that she's so authentic. And, mm. and to me that is so extremely important that, when we when I find like minded women who are truly themselves and, and really appreciate and are confident in who they are, it's just an amazing gathering. It's it's an amazing time. But anyway, this is how I start out. I ask you to tell me your story because our stories are everything. And you know, you're a comedian, you're an actress, you, you get in front of people, and you and I both know it's all about good storytelling. That's what keeps people's attention. Mm-hmm. So, tell us about you. How did you get to be the Kim that I'm talking to today? Well, you're so wonderful. Thank you for asking. And you know, I got, let me just give you a little sneak peek. I love story so much that I actually teach it to other people. So we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, so 
long story short, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, although I don't sound like I, I don't talk like I'm from New York, but I'm from New York. You just you did I, that when you said Brooklyn, New York, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I did that just for you. I did that for me. You. Thank you. And so um, I grew up uh, really watching the great comedians on TV, you know, the Carol Burnett and Flip Wilson and, and, and Mr. Cosby and, you know, Johnny Carson and not really fully understanding what it was but getting the power of what that was because it was, you know, you, 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 laughter is just, it's just so powerful. Comedy is so powerful. So this was all going in and I, I, it, it really didn't show up for me to be this way until I got to high school. But I was actually a very serious little girl, very sort of thoughtful, my brain was always on, little girl. In fact, dolls bored me. I was like, well, she doesn't do anything. After I comb her hair, now what? Yeah. So um, I got to high school, and because I was um, overweight, I was a chubby girl, I remember looking at the landscape of high school and, and realizing Oh, you know, being the fat girl in high school is probably not going to work out really well for me. And I just, you know, I just paid attention that, you know, people got teased or, you know, just whatever. I was like, oh, this is going to be horrible for me. I do not want to be known as the fat girl, even though I am. Uh-huh. And so there was, it didn't occur to me to, and there was no time to lose the weight. I wasn't even thinking that. I was just like, I'm here. What am I going to do? And I remember saying to myself, if I make them laugh with me instead of at me, yeah. then this, this could maybe work out for me. And so I used my powers that I had gained from watching the great masters on TV, and it worked. I would talk in funny voices or walk with a funny limp or, you know, and talk as a character and whatever it was. And not, I don't mean to make it seem as if, I, as if I make fun of people who limp because I don't want to be sure. on PC. But you know what I mean? As a kid, yeah. you're just, you know, maybe I was being a pirate that day. Maybe I was, who knows? Sure. And i got to tell you, it absolutely worked. Um, <clears throat> I started winning friends and influencing people. And in fact, I love to tell people that I had the most uh, amazing experience in high school because of this. I was class president all four years in a row, which is insane to me because I'm not even, you know, what is that? That's not politics. That's just being popular, right? And I was on the cheering squad. That is something that the fat girl does not get to do. I was, uh, you know, a twirler on the on the cheering squad. And in my mind, the, uh, there were no fat girls in the cheering squad. And I dated two boys on the football team. And I love to say that that's an A-list boyfriend. And I make sure that people know I didn't date them at the same time. But, you know, the fat girl doesn't get to date two <laughs> boys on the football okay. team. Sure. And so it really shaped who I was because I saw that I could win friends and influence people just by being goofy and funny, and, and I became known as Crazy Kim Goals. Of course, that ended up serving me later on in life. You know, years later, I, I entered into – okay, so, so here's – I dropped in and out of college about four, or five, about four times. Mm-hmm. And one of the times I dropped out, not knowing what I wanted to do – I entered into a beauty pageant for plus-size women. Now, this is the time when being plus-size began to become, you know, okay. And, you know, clothing, you know, became more than just moo-moos. And yeah. um, this beauty pageant, after I sent in my picture, they called back and said, we've decided to add a talent competition. You're in, but you've got to be in the talent competition as well. 
Mm-hmm. And so not knowing what to do, and, and at the time, this is when beauty pageants were really traditional, I thought to myself, again, I looked at the landscape, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to sing or tap dance or play a piano concerto. And I'm like, I can't do any of those things, so what am I going to do? Let me just make the audience laugh. And it worked. I ended up winning first runner-up. But what I really won that day was the full understanding of the power uh, that you can have with an audience when you can make them laugh. Mm-hmm. And I'm certain that I won first runner-up, not because I was pretty. It was because I was just being my authentic, goofy self. And, in fact, I wasn't even poised. I was just a goofy. I actually twirled my baton to the tune of Thriller. <laughs> I talked about, uh, you know, how, do, how does Miss America twirl a baton and say she want to be Miss America? Like, I don't get that. Twirling yeah. a baton is not a talent. It's a skill. Yeah. I learned how to do it in high school. And so I twirl my baton to the tune of Thriller, and the audience ate it up. So I remember that night feeling a sense of, oh, my goodness, and feeling the love, waves of love and laughter hitting me on stage. And uh-huh. that is when I decided to become a stand-up comedian. And uh-huh. everything happened from there. So that's the beginnings, and I always like to give people that context because I don't think I was a funny kid. I think I figured out this is what I'm going to do to see if this works because I've got to deflect the energy here, and it worked, and was I found it, my life. Was, it, was there somebody, though, in your life at that point that said to you, you're beautiful, you know, inside and out, and you can do anything? Was there somebody like that in your life during that time? Because that's not always something that, especially teenagers, can come up with to, to find a resolution to something to, to really, as you said, you, you, you used your, your gifts, and we'll talk about your book, but you used these gifts you were given to truly transform your life. But was there somebody in, that, in your life at that point, your mother, a grandmother, or someone? You know, my family didn't foster the, the compliments of the outside. Yeah. I got compliments when I got good grades. Yeah. I got compliments. When, so I, I didn't hear a lot, you're so pretty. I mean, maybe I heard that from other people or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I did or maybe I didn't. I don't think I have a, a, ch- a childhood memory of being told how lovely or beautiful I was. I got, I got compliments if I got good grades. Yeah. So, so um, you're, really, you're really kind of a self-made woman. I, I never thought of it that way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Be cool. Wow. wow okay, comedian, cool. You're, now you're a stand-up comedian, which is a, that's a, that's a tough job. That is a tough job to get people to laugh. You know, not, I mean, because people do have such different senses, sense of humor, but that that takes a lot of confidence and, and being fearless. And this is something I really, really talk a lot about for women, especially, is having confidence and being fearless. But... So here, here you are. Where did that come from? Well, you know what? I didn't, I, I think I just, you know, it's funny because there are times when I don't feel confident fully, but, yeah. and back then I don't think it was confidence. I think it was do or die. Like in my mind, I was like, I got to figure this out. Let me figure this out. And uh-huh. it gave me confidence. So i tell you what gave me confidence. Action gave me confidence. Uh-huh. Anytime I feel like I can't do something or I feel like something is, or I, or I got to figure something out. I I think back to really those pivotal moments and those two that I just shared with you. And any other pivotal moment, I go, wait a minute, you got through this, you figured this out, you can figure this out. <laughs> you figured that out, you can figure this out. And I really think that that's where a lot of confidence comes from. I think you know people can tell you how wonderful you are, and that that helps. 
but you have to believe it yourself. And my belief in myself came from just being myself, now that I think about it. Right. Right. So thank you for that awareness. I didn't, I don't think I always, um, I don't think I pat myself, well, girlfriend, you figured that out. Wow. Yeah. I just sort of keep going forward, and then I look back every once in a while, and look at how far you've come. So, so yeah. being an actress, and, and uh, you've really been down a beautiful, I mean, a beautiful road and met amazing people. I, I like something that I read, and I, I liked it because it, it also, you talked about being just an average, normal person and that you really weren't the, you know, the Hollywood type. You're sure, you're a comedian and you like to pe- make people laugh. It doesn't sound like you're one of those, these people that has to be in the limelight all the time, but... Where, where do you find your peace and your tranquility? You know, that's another thing that I'm learning, too. I, I figured out that I am actually an extroverted introvert. Yeah. And so I have lots of times when I am out and I am on. Mm-hmm. Um, I travel a, a, quite a bit and I speak. Um, I travel quite a bit and I do stand-up. But my downtime is vital to me and my... Um, away from people time. When I'm performing and working and on uh, what's, I need twice as much time for me to decompress from all of it. And in those times, I can only be around people that that know me really, really well so I don't have to be on in any way. And so that's how I found my my feet. That and a facial (laughs) changes everything. That is my... My sixty or ninety minute getaway from the world. So, it's it's been it's also something I have to be honest with you, Dr. Nancy, that I really have to um, make myself do. Meditation is something that I toy with, uh-huh. uh, but I don't have a, a full on practice. And I keep saying that a practice of meditation would really ground me even further. Yeah, That's- and this is how you know that you're tired. I used to. I used to read when I was on planes. You know, I remember hearing a long time ago that they were thinking of, now we know we have Wi-Fi on planes, but there was, a, there was a conversation around setting it up so that you could actually talk on your phone on planes. I was like, please don't institute that. Number one, the noise would be ridiculous. But number two, it's the place where I get the best rest because nobody can get me. I may buy the Wi-Fi for the set for the for the flight, and I may not. I sometimes get my best meditation and sleep on a plane. So that's how I, I find it in pockets is, is the answer to your question. Yeah. Uh, but I but it's it's vital for um, r- restorative action. So well, it, we, you and I both know, and uh, you probably know better than 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 most because of your book that you've written, Open Your Gifts is that we women don't necessarily take care of ourselves. We're busy taking care of everybody else and our needs, our basket full of goodies, we pass it out, and then all of a sudden when we need something, we look into the basket for ourselves, and it's oftentimes empty. Nor do, yeah. nor do we also toot our horns and talk about uh, who we are and our accomplishments. And so, you know, I, I'm all about this women supporting each other, but I'm also about women taking care of themselves for, for me, and I'll just share this quickly, but meditation is, has saved my life more than once. I'll just tell, I'll tell mm. you, get a practice of, of meditation. It, it really, really does help to ground you and, and take you to a place that, that really does create that tranquility. So I encourage you to take care of yourself. Well, l- let's talk about your book because, uh, like I said, <clears throat> don't really often share their stories with other women. And, and I find... The, the reason I, I ask you to tell your story is because 
oftentimes women will look at a woman such as yourself and say, she's beautiful, she's talented, she's confident, she's got her act together, and life must be easy for her. And you and I both know that there are many journeys that we must take and many and many times that we will stumble and fall and get back up but that books and the store the book open your gifts and women talking about gifts <clears throat> men, men, you know if you'll ask i mean i mean i was i actually was talking with a group of 50 attorneys female attorneys and i asked this question and i said how many and how how many of and how many of you in this room feel powerful? And not one woman raised her hand. Mm. It was amazing to me. Here are women that have been trained in the in the legal profession to debate, to stand up, and, and I mean to, to truly be physically present. That none of them really felt that way. So mm. I'm so about women understanding the gifts that they do have and understanding the power to not the power over. <clears throat> power to to really to to make the lives they want and to make those by choices each and every day so let's talk about your book because I think it's a wonderful book and it's a contribution and again it fits right into the whole concept of women connect for good which is women supporting other women's efforts and their dreams so let's talk a little bit about how did that all come about well I'll give you a little bit of context um as my career as a comedian slash actress moved on and moved on, I had a really huge show. I was on a, a show that did very well in the 90s called Living Single. And it was on for five years and talk about women connecting. Oh, my goodness, it was a show. It was a female-centric show right. about the friendships, about these amazing women. And when the show went off the air, it was very difficult for me because I lost, I thought I lost my family. You know, to go to work every day with these amazing people was incredible. And so over the, the ensuing years, I fell into a depression. And the way I expressed my depression is I shopped. I shopped and shopped until I shopped all of my money away. And I'm giving you the short version of the story, but I will tell you that I got to this place of such depression that I lost my mojo and I said well, I, I don't have I have nothing to give the world if I'm not on a TV show what are my gifts right it was probably one of the most important questions that I ever asked because it's actually the thing that got me into therapy and into really self-awareness over well, of course you have a life beyond a TV show you, you had one before you came here uh-huh. it sent me on an exploration of what my gifts are Mm-hmm. And because I think I'm clever, over the course of time, I thought, well, maybe I can use my story to help other people. Right. And because I think I'm super clever, I made GIFTS an acronym. And GIFTS stands for gratitude, mm-hmm. intention, forgiveness, triumph, and self-love. Yeah, that's great. And, and I believe that those are, if people usually like that, those are, I think those are the qualities that one needs or some of the qualities that you need in order to express your gifts. So being grateful every day, no matter what happens, no matter what, express gratitude and God, source, the universe, goddess, however you language it, is pleased with that and sends you more. Mm-hmm. Uh, being intentional every day in your life. You know, you talking about meditation is a perfect example of being intentional with wanting uh, tranquility in your life, being intentional with your spiritual do- to-do list, being intentional with who you want to be in the world. 
okay? And forgiveness is that, that, that thing that opens up your heart for so much more, forgiving past experiences, past old hurts, and then forgiving yourself for making what you think is a mistake. And by the way, I'm doing air quotes when I do the word mistake. I think there are no mistakes. There are only lessons. Yeah. The T is for triumphs. It's for standing in your magnificence. Is where are you triumphant? You know, we talked about this a second ago. You know, for me, confidence comes from looking back and going, look at how far I've come. Wow. Let me... Um, be triumphant. Let me celebrate myself. You know, what you're talking about that you do on a regular basis, you celebrate women where they are. And the S is for self-love, which is what it's really all about, loving yourself, taking good care of yourself. So I wanted to give that context before I said I wrote a book. My first book was, well, I have a first, first book, and then I had my first book after I woke up. Yeah. And uh, my first book was a gratitude journal and helping people get on that path towards gratitude. And then the very next one had to be me asking other women, how did you find your gift? How did you find the gifts in the lessons? Mm-hmm. Because that's the other magic sauce. When you can look at your life and look at the yummy and the yucky parts and realize that everything has happened not to you, but for you to heal and transform and help others. And when we figured that out, I think that life really opens up. So rather than looking back and going, why did this happen? Why did I have this? Why did my mother do this? Why did my father do that? Why did my so-and-so never do that? Rather than looking at that, looking at the pers- changing the perspective to this, what if this happened for me because I'm strong enough to be able to change the energy around it yeah. and, and be able to reach back and help others. Yeah. And that is what this book is about. I had 22 women in this book, and um, by the way, I'm in, on my way to book number two. I'm sure you, and, and number yeah, three. I'm really, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's really exciting to have these people tell this story. And the reason why I say people, the second book, I actually asked a few men, and they said yes, because I think men have some stories to share too. So these women all share their stories of overcoming, share their stories of finding themselves, right. share their stories of, of figuring things out. And it sort of serves as a beacon to other women that you can figure this out. You can stand strong. You can um, be a champion over anything. And inspirational, and sometimes it's funny, and sometimes it's hard. You know, my mother called me. I left a copy for her on her coffee table. And she said, oh, Kimmy, I can only read this book in bits and pieces because it really speaks to me and these women are so strong and some of them are still don't have they they don't think they have all the answers I'm like would you figure it out this much come on and share it with the world so our stories are everything Mm -hmm. our stories inform and help and engage and educate and um and can heal the world yeah I, I I truly believe though that there are no mistakes in this world those are opportunities but but there's a difference between people, though, that don't ever quite see that, that never quite understand that. And yeah. it's a theory. I have a, a pretty, pretty simple theory that I think if every woman had a mentor, someone in their life that, that was kind of a cheerleader, a coach, someone who could say, you can do this, I think the world would be such a different place. I can see the faces now of the people in my life who helped me 
but I can also see the people in my life that, that did not help me in whatever respect you want to call it. But, you know, those are the people probably I'd like to send them all a thank you note. <laughs> you know, definitely some, yes. some yes. of them that didn't help me at all. If anything, you know, what doesn't make you, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But those are, those are sometimes the people that you truly can send those ultimate thank you notes to because, you know, if if that had not occurred in your life, things may not have, have happened the way they, they did, you know. I mean, again, Agreed. Agreed. those challenges are, are basically, again, those opportunities. The challenges become opportunities. And I think that that actually, I've I got to tell you, that strengthens me. That really strengthens me when I hold on to that. I go, okay, so this has to happen. It, 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 it's actually even stronger than this, than the phrase we all use, everything happens for a reason. I, yeah. think, we just, I think a lot of us, and, and nothing's wrong with using that. I mean, if that's what you got, then that's what you got. But I've, began, I've begun looking beyond that phrase, everything happens for a reason. It's more than a reason. It's it's your life, and what are you going to do with that reason? What are you going to do with that outcome? And I do, I do bless and thank um, almost all of the yucky things. <laughs> There's a couple of yucky ones I go like that. I got to figure out the reason for that one, and that becomes the quest. Rather than holding on to holding on to the pain, I invite anyone who's listening who's holding on to something that someone did or didn't do uh, to go like, mm, okay, let's investigate this. What, what was my true outcome? Yeah, uh, and how can I turn that outcome into good? Yeah, release, release, and move forward. Yeah, and you know you've used great words, forgiveness. I mean, but you know, again, the most important thing, the word that you've used, that, that actually I start my day with every day is gratitude. The gratitude and the opportunities, and uh, I mean, the, these stories are beautiful. Uh, what you're, ta- what these women have gone through, but. Just one more thing. This is because I don't know how this all fits together because I think what, what's happening is that in your world, you know, the right people show up on your path when the time is right. And oh, yes. Only when the time is right. And I don't know about you, but uh, I know for me personally, those are when, when the things are, think, when the universe, you know, again, you have to focus, you have to, you have to put your intentions out there. But, it, but also the universe only knows what you ask it to do, it only mm-hmm. will give you what you what you want if you ask it. But but I've also found that when the time is right, the right person does show up, and it's always amazed me <laughs> that that <laughs> that's the way it happens. And and uh, you know, it sounds like this is what's been going on in your life also, which is the exciting part. But the the, the best part is that, is that you're sharing it. You're sharing it with so many, many women. Let me let me ask you a question. Do you do you see? Because the I, I have actually I'm working on another book right now too. Leading women was the the book. It's going to be a, a spinoff of Leading Women, but mm-hmm. really going to focus more on the uh, millennials, the younger women. But do you see a difference in younger women than than you know different ages? Do you see anything going on there that would uh, again, something to help us all recognize how we can we can benefit one another. You know, I do see a consciousness 
Well, because I choose to. You know, I think that a lot of us of a certain age, we condemn the millennials, we condemn the young, oh, you young, silly girl, oh, you, you young people don't know anything. Well, you were young at one point, too, and <laughs> you, you were accused of not knowing anything. I think, I think they know what they know, and I have chosen to, again, perspective, I have chosen to embrace the millennials when I can and when I meet them, when I'm, you know, when I'm in you know, face-to-face or one-on-one or, or in a group um, and ask them what I can learn from them. Sure, absolutely. And, and ask them how we can be, you know, I don't say it this way, but I allow myself to be in partnership with any woman that I meet. Sure. And especially a young woman. And i got to tell you, when you embrace them and don't scowl at them, you know, don't turn up your lip at them, they're so wanting to impart what they know, or they're so willing to learn from you if you embrace them. And so that's what I see. That's what I've chosen to see. So do I see a lot of silliness? Yes, I see a lot of silly 50-year-olds. Come on. (laughs) I don't don't group by age anymore. I I look at someone's stage of of maturity or stage of wisdom, I should say, not even maturity, because who am I to judge that or or even – it's none of my business, but what is my business is to be open to what I can learn from anyone at any age. Yeah. And when you do that, when you embrace them and go, show me the latest dance. Now, what's the phrase that, that people are saying now for, for, for when something is blah, blah, blah? What's the new word? Who's the new rapper that's hot? Okay, I don't like those words he's using, but, you know, whatever that is, you open it up and then they laugh with you. Like, you don't know that the newest color to wear is blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't know. Oh, my goodness, we did that in the 80s. Yeah. You know, so everything old is new again. And if you let them know that their version of, of the new thing is something that you did, let me show you how I did it way back when, and can you show me how you do it? now, they are all but willing to share their wisdom with you, and I embrace it, and that keeps me young, and it keeps me relevant, Yeah, and I don't mean young as in young, I don't want to... No, I don't I, want to be young. I, I want to be right where I am. But it's, it's about we're all in it together, and 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 again, it's a, it truly is. You know, I, I believe you get a mentor and you be a mentor. That's the way we're all successful. Yeah. Get a coach, be a coach. I mean, it's we know we're, there, there's a saying, and I, I've said this many times, and it's an anonymous author. But if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go all together. And I yep. think the time is now for women to do just that. Um, I want to connect you with a, a woman who's uh, – I'm, I'm a part of an organization called Take the Lead, which is to, uh, to create a gender parity for women's leadership by the year 2025. But one of the first mm. initiatives, which I think you might be extremely uh, in, invaluable to be a part of, is called 50 Women, uh, 50 Women Change the World, but in, in media and film. But these women that are going to come together to create a platform and create visuals for women and girls that, again, it's kind of like Wonder Woman came out. But, you know, we need, we need visuals. We need, we need things that women and girls see that empower them. And so 50 Women Change the World is a, in film and media would be a wonderful opportunity for you to – I'm always recruiting, by the way. I, I don't know how to talk. <laughs> people so it's just part of my nature but uh, I would love to to connect you with Tabby Biddle uh, Tabby is also she lives in uh, LA she's in the LA region so 
there's a lot going on in that region. But uh, again, it would be a wonderful opportunity for for someone such as yourself, but for all of us to to connect and, and build that community of like-minded women who really understand that when we support one another, when women support one another at whatever age, whatever uh, whatever diversity, whatever religious background, <clears throat> when we all support each other, anything is possible. I really truly believe the world would be a much better place if we were running it, by the way. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little prejudiced, but, you know, I got, I got, I've got to be honest with people. I mean, you know. Uh, I, I use my sense of humor wherever I can too. But anyway, <laughs> I, I will I will do that after this phone call and and after we've had this conversation, I will I'm going to connect you with Tabby because I think uh, if anything, a discussion would be a wonderful thing that you all could have. But uh, what you're doing in your book and opening your gifts and everything is it's so it's so right on it's right on the mark. Oh, thank you, thank you. I um, I got to tell you, I say this with how do I say this? Uh, no, I think you give permission for, for someone not to be modest, which is wonderful. So with, with all with the appropriate amount of humility, with the appropriate amount of um, celebratory joy, I, I really am proud of the woman I turned out to be. And, you know, thank you for giving me permission to go. Like, I am self-made. Now, I'm self-made in that I am influenced by, like, I had amazing aunties, and my mom is just just a a, a joy. But I didn't rely on other people's um, permission or, or telling me that I was great. I just stepped out and then people told me I was great. I think I'm I think I'm a woman of action yeah. more than I realize and I'm I'm proud of the woman I turned out to be. I really am. Yeah. Well well trusting your gut is important. And and trusting trusting other people is important. And you know, that's the biggest thing I hear from women is that I, I don't is is having trust with other women. Women that you mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's a, that's the that's a huge piece is is again creating that community, a sacred, safe community where women can trust one another and have each other's backs. Like I said, there's nothing yes. there's nothing better than a, a great BFF that's got your back. You know what I mean? Oh, I've got that too, and I'm so oh, happy. There you that go. There you go. Yep. Well, okay. So, Kim, what what do you want people to know about your book? I know you've got a new uh, TV show. Are you normal, America? Oh. Oh no, that must be an old bio. Oh, that no. sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds great, but that bio that you have must be a thousand years old. That, that is probably from two thousand. Oh, who knows what year that was? So, you, unfortunately, you have been given it, gifted an old bio. But what's great about that show, Are You Normal America, is it was one of the early shows that was on the Oprah Winfrey. Okay, Network. well, it was. It's on the website, but maybe I've missed it. But did it, so was it was it fun or was it just crazy? It was it was crazy because it was one of the first shows that that the Oprah Winfrey Network was doing. They were testing a game show. Oh, okay. And um and it was a it was a wild ride because nobody knew what what, what was going to happen and what was going to be. Okay. And it was interesting. So yeah, it was. And maybe was maybe we should bring it back at this point because right now I I thought I thought man I think that's a great thing. Are you normal, America? Because I don't think we're, a lot of people are not. We're not normal right now. <laughs> and what's fun about it is that it was a series of questions to find out 
how you feel about things. And then, you know, then they took these, you know, pie charts and graphs and found, you know, people in this part of the country like to eat pickles with cheese or whatever it was. It was really oh, yeah. fun. Okay. Okay. Fun. Well, yeah. anyway, it's, it's, it's on the website and people can read about it. But uh, anyway, let's, let's move on because, uh, again, I don't think America's normal right now. In, so you could ask me lots of questions. You don't want to know my answer. <laughs> but uh, the book, uh, you've got a second book coming, but uh, what do you want people to know what's coming up for you now? Well, if they're interested in picking up book number one, uh, it, you can go to www.openyourgiftsbook.com. Uh-huh. That's www.openyourgiftsbook.com. Um, um, if someone, you know, I, 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 I think we're closed on uh, receiving offers for the second book. I think that we're close, so I don't want to advertise that and then turn people down. But I always tell people to inbox me on Facebook if you really want to, uh, if you want to get to me. That's like the best way to, to find me. I'm, I'm on Facebook as Real Kim Coles. And my website is www.kimcoles.tv. But I'd like to give everyone listening a free gift, if I may. Yeah. May I give everyone a gift? And it's actually going to be a workbook that that, um, breaks out this gift concept, gratitude, intention, forgiveness, triumph, and self-love. It's a seven-day workbook where you can write uh, your you know, your, 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 your gratitude list, your list of intentions, the things you want to forgive, the things you celebrate yourself and you feel triumphant about, and uh-huh. the 10 ways that you're going to express self-love. And there's an audio that goes along with this, and this is 100% free, and it gets you, I like to say, going and growing in the direction of your dreams. Uh-huh. And, and this will, you know, give you this, this little goodie. And then you'll be on my, my uh, email list, and I send out goodies and information and, um, and, and tell you where I'm going to be <clears throat> if you're on my email list. So all you have to do is text the word free workbook, and that's all in one, free workbook, to the number 44222. Okay. I will have uh, Kathy Evans, my producer, make sure that we have it on the website. So it's written down so that people can just see it. Uh, You know, this will go up. You'll get a copy of our our conversation today, but we'll put it on the website. And like I said, uh, just know this, Kim, once you're – once you become, uh, uh, you come into the community, you're a part of it. So you're now one of the uh, smart, amazing women, uh, a part of this uh, ever-growing community of women supporting one another. So congratulations on your book. Congratulations on your upcoming book. But just congratulations on being who you are and, and what you're sharing, what you're giving to this world. Because, you know, if there were if there are more, more, more women like you, like you said, the world would be such a different place. And and I do believe women are waking up. I think that's what 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 I, I love that term. You know, the Dalai Lama says we all need to wake up. But I think women yep. are waking up. And I do believe the time is now. And so I'm excited about that. And so I'm just going to keep going and going. And I'm going to keep writing those thank you notes to all those people that gave me those challenges and then those opportunities. Yes, I love it. I love it. Me too. Me yeah. too. 
Well, you Thank you have, so much. Thank you. For have a great a day. Wonderful, you, a wonderful way to wake up. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you sometime in the future. And, uh, again, if there's anything we can do, if, you, if something else is coming up for you, please let us know because then we'll be able to support you in that effort as well. Thank you so much. To be continued. To be continued. Yeah, we're not going to say goodbye. We'll say see you, see you soon. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye.